0: Welcome to the Side Hustle Project, a podcast where we explore the nitty gritty details behind what it takes to start and grow a profitable side hustle. I'm your host, Ryan Robinson. And in this podcast, I'm bringing you interviews with entrepreneurs, best selling authors, CEOs, investors, and people just like you who are building and profiting from interesting side hustles. In today's episode, we're talking to Nico Mendoza, the founder of Nico Industries, his 3D printing side business that's earning an average of $8,400 a month today from a combination of revenue sources that include the sales of both printed products and digital files, a Patreon membership group, his online course and more. Based out of the San Francisco Bay Area, Nico holds down a full-time job working for an electrical utility company where his schedule requires working a few 12-hour shifts in a row, leaving him several days to work on side projects throughout the week. Nico's no stranger to the side hustle either, but his last business, a fitness boot camp center, didn't quite go as planned, and he ended up closing up shop with about $120,000 in debt after the business wasn't growing the way he'd hoped. Fast forward to today, Nico's learned a thing or two, and he's gone from testing his way into his more diversified 3D printing business to now being on track to soon breaking the six-figure revenue mark. In this episode, Nico and I talk about how his first business failure shaped the way that he now approaches building a side business and diversing his revenue streams. We explore the ways he's gone about learning a completely new industry, 3D printing, to now becoming a popular destination for digital design files, video tutorials, and advice in his niche that encompasses the printing of movie props. We dive into the growth channels that are most effective at bringing him new customers, including his YouTube channel that's racked up tens of thousands of views, a Facebook group of more than 6,000 people, Instagram account, and more. As always, you can find everything we mentioned in today's episode in the show notes at ryrob.com slash podcast. That's spelled R-Y-R-O-B dot com slash podcast. Let's get into today's interview with Nico Mendoza.
1: Nico, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Truly humbled to be here.
0: No, it's just, pleasure is all mine. I'm excited. We've got a lot to dig into today, um, but I do want to start at the beginning of your story. So uh, Nico, where are you originally from?
1: So I'm originally from Manila, Philippines. Um, I migrated to the United States when I was about 13 years old. And I've been here since
0: Wow, that's crazy. And uh, did you come with your parents with family? What is it I did So like?
1: my entire family migrated from from the Philippines uh, to the United States.
0: Man, that must have been a hell of a choice. Um, why did you guys decide to do that? What was the motivation? Um,
1: because the United States just has far far more opportunities for me, and my parents uh, they, they did a, they, they made a great sacrifice. Um, leaving everything behind to come here so that me and, my, and my, my, my siblings can make something out of ourselves and have the opportunity to make something of ourselves. And so um, the best thing for me to do as a thank you to my parents would be to make something out of myself and, and, and do mm. what they set out for, for us to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, that's a super admirable goal. I'm sure it wasn't easy for them either. No, not at all, man. You're uprooting your life. Man. Yeah. Well, it's clearly paying off. You, you've got some serious hustle. Um, uh, so you get to the US. Um, you're around 13 years old. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's, gosh, I'm so bad at math, but uh, that's got to be around seventh grade, sixth grade, something like
1: that. Yeah, about seventh grade. Yeah. Where'd you guys move to? California, uh, Santa Clara,
0: um, Sunnyvale area. Oh, wow. No kidding. I'm in San Francisco. We, uh, are you still in the area? Yeah, I'm in Tracy. Dude, you're down the road. Ooh, my gosh, we should be in person next time.
1: <laughs> Dude, I was just hanging out with um, Nick Loper. Like he lives in Livermore. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. The side hustle Dude, community. There's a lot of us up here. I guess so, man. So do you remember the very first, say, you know, side project, business, whatever you want to call it, um, that you worked on for yourself?
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't remember the very first one, but I know the one that stuck to me. And um, really hit me hard. Uh, I started a, a boot camp, which was like a fitness boot camp. Uh, it was a brick and mortar facility. and with, within a year, man, I, I, I failed miserably. Um, mm-hmm. I lost 120,000 dollars that I'm still still paying off. but luckily, with the side hustle, I don't feel... The constraints of having that much debt. It's allowing me to pay it off and still live far more than comfortably um, with the income I'm generating with this with this side business.
0: Damn. So let's let's actually kind of dig a little bit deeper into that first uh, business of yours before we get on to what you're doing today. How did you get into so I know you went into the Air Force, right? How did you get into a, a boot camp eventually?
1: So the way my schedule works uh, for work is I work 12 hour days. And so I work a lot of hours, but I also have a lot of days off. Because um, in three days, I'll work 36 hours, and then boom, I'm done for the week, right? And so I don't like sitting at home, twiddling my thumbs, doing nothing. Um, and so I decided to, hey, let's start a let's start a business, a, a side business, where I can set it, you know, set a system, run it. Uh, but at that point, I had no idea what I was doing. No, didn't know anything about marketing um, advertising, you know, product development, delegation, mindset, anything like that, man. I had no idea what I was doing, and that is the biggest recipe for disaster: on um, not having a mentor, not having any any direction. And so i I went in blind, nothing, and I fell on my ass, man. It sucked.
0: It's a good learning experience, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. Especially when you're investing that kind of uh, financial up front man i'm sure you walked away with a lot of lessons uh of things that you won't be doing again
1: (laughs) absolutely not i learned a lot from it and it sticks with you pain makes things stick to you
0: (laughs) it absolutely does um so let's talk 3d printing your your current side business how did you get into this even in the first place so um it's funny man
1: (laughs) I, I said to myself, I'm done with side businesses. I am done. There's no way I'm picking up another one. I just want to stay home, be happy with my income because I make good money with my job. And so I, was just, I said, just be happy, just sit at home, you know, start a hobby and put your head down and, you know, do your thing, right? Um, my kids loved dressing up. When this all first started, like superheroes. We would go to the Disney store and my son would pick up the new Disney Iron Man costume or or Thor or Captain America or or Ant Man. Uh and my daughter mm-hmm. followed suit. She loved dressing up as Wasp and Black Widow from the Avengers movies. And I wanted to dress up with them just because our kids, man, when they grow up, it's done. You blink and it's over. Yeah. They're not going to be babies again. They're not going to be toddlers again. You have to spend the time that you have with them now because when you blink, it's not coming back. And so I wanted to spend time with them in the things that they were interested in and in the things that they loved. So dressing up as superheroes was their thing. And I said, like, you know what, let's do it. And so my first build was an Iron Man um, armor that I did really? from, from foam paneling, which were even just foam floor mats. Um, and I fell in love with the craft. I fell in love with, with making something, right? And so I decided, you know what? I want to get better. And one day I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw this, this leg piece of Iron Man's you know, shin, his leg. And I said, wow, that's amazing. So I messaged the guy. I said, hey, you know, how'd you make that? He goes, I 3D printed it. I go, what? So that thing's plastic? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I go, first of all, what in the hell is 3D printing? And dude, I for like two weeks. I was on YouTube. I was reading articles. I was neck deep in 3D printing just stuff. And I said, okay, you need to calm the hell down. You just lost this much money. (laughs) Um, You know, relax, just give it a month. And if after a month you still want to get one, then get one. A month went by and I said, I can't stop thinking about this. This is amazing. So I pulled the trigger, I got one, and the rest was history.
0: I love that level of uh, self-evaluation, right? Like taking something, an experience that you had in the past, learning from it at least in some way, right? So rather than just going on a whim and like, oh my God, I got to do this business, think about it for a little while first. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. So what was the very first thing you made once your 3D printer arrived? Um, so my first test print was a Pac-Man ghost, <laughs>
1: like, mm-hmm. you know, the little, you know, it was the ghost from Pac-Man. And so, <laughs> and so I made one, and I was like, wow, this is incredible. It took a few hours and I said, oh man. Um, and I found out that I had a knack for 3d printing. Now it, it, it helps to have, um, to be really good in math, to see numbers of shapes and to have an engineering background, um, definitely helps, um, and so I was able, I found that I was really good at, at figuring out the machine, you know, uh, how to tweak it, what makes it good, what makes it bad, you know, the speed, temperature, so on and so forth. And I found that I was really good at it. Um, and then from there, I, uh, going through like Facebook groups and stuff like that, I, I, I noticed the trend in the things that people were making, which were, uh, movie prompts. Um, specifically, you know, like from video games to like uh, armor and stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" So I was like, "Let's build an Iron Man suit, right, for for the kids." Mm-hmm. And then poof,
0: man, they must be the coolest kids on Halloween on the block. They, no, I, I, I see these kids, um, <laughs> uh, their costumes,
1: and I was like, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> <laughs> and, and my kids are like, "Dad, come on, let's make this." All right, you got it, and then let's make it.
0: Oh my god!
1: I love and it. We go to comic cons and we get stopped. Like, oh my gosh, we have to take a picture of you guys. We went to Comic Con <laughs> one time. I was Venom. My son was Carnage, and my daughter was uh, Spider Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Oh my! And god. people just loved That's it. Epic. Like, yes, it was. It was so much fun. <laughs>
0: Okay, so what made you decide to take this from a hobby, you know, making things for your kids, for yourself, um, and turn it into a business? Like, what kind of moment or, you know, thing that you sold or thing that someone asked you about a product? Like, what kind of was the tipping point in your mind? So I just, I loved the technology. I loved the craft.
1: And so I decided to start a YouTube channel. I said, I just wanted to start a YouTube channel and, you know, help people. And then one video took off, well, I thought it took off, um, and I said, oh, wow, okay, people are going to listen to me. And so um, I said, you know what, I'm just going to stick to who I am and help people out and enjoy the things that I enjoy. Uh, and then I started getting designs, and I posted it in a Facebook group, and it sold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay. People are going to pay for this.
0: And when you say designs, you mean design files for other people to print their own stuff at home, right? Yes,
1: exactly. So I was like, all
0: right, well, cool.
1: That's that sold. Let's see if I can sell another one. Like, oh, shit, that's sold too. And I was like, man, here we go again. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, am I going to fail this time? But the, the underlying feeling... That never went away, even though I failed in the in the boot camp, was I need to make something out of myself. And um, I wanted to, to to build something for my kids. See, growing up in the Philippines, man, I, I saw what money did to my family. I saw the the, the stress that my parents went through um, not having enough money, mm-hmm. you know, to to get through the month, right? And I vowed to myself that that'll never happen to me. I vowed to myself that I want my kids to want for nothing. I want to be able to tell my kids, no, they can't have something because I don't want to spoil them. I want to be able to say no because I want to make sure that they can. I want to say no, not
0: because I can't afford it,
1: but because I don't want to spoil my kids.
0: Yeah, there's a big difference there. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to selling print files, um, I was doing some poke around, you also have a pretty active Patreon account, um, 246 patrons as of this recording? Yes,
1: as of this recording, correct.
0: So what would you say your ballpark revenue is from all your combined sources of income right now each month?
1: So monthly uh, revenue is about mm, $8,400.
0: Cool. And the majority is still print files? Yes. Okay. And what do patrons get by becoming a patron of you? So they get actually, uh,
1: they get a lot, man. They get uh, files every month. Um, And the Uh, more of my goal I hit, the more they get, which gets them to say, hey, the more of us that join, the more we're all going to get. So it's a win-win for everybody.
0: I like that. That's a smart way to structure it. And the more time that you have, the more files you can create. So it's this cycle that kind of rewards everyone too.
1: Yes. And that's not even including my Etsy store. My Etsy store was like a
0: side, side project. (laughs) And the Etsy store then is just like physical items you've printed, right? Yeah. That was an experiment that I was like, okay, well that worked. Fantastic. Are you still selling there or is that something you've wound up? I
1: am. I am. I'm not as active on there. Um, I'm, I'm purposely not growing it as much because it takes, you know, more of my time that I want to
0: give. Sure, <laughs> It's also a big but, difference in, you know, you have to make the physical product and sell it versus just selling digital no, print man. files. So it's Etsy, scalable.
1: Yeah. So, so Etsy is very scalable. Um, the thing about that is it, it really doesn't take that much time. It really doesn't uh, because the machine does all the work for you. I, I I literally go on the computer, I prep the file, I put it in the machine, then I walk away. I come back, it's done. I package it up and I ship it. That's it. Um, and so, and that's why 3D printing is such a good business, man. It, it applies to so many industries. It it's gardening, home, parties, weddings. I mean, holy crap, man. Uh, figures. It, it's It's literally endless the application for this um and so my etsy store uh, it was an experiment because i wanted to see if i can actually sell physical products and how i would do with it and i thought yeah you know what my first month if i make two hundred dollars in the etsy i'll be happy Nah, that's not the case man i made two thousand dollars in my first month on etsy and i was like okay well
0: that works <laughs> I love it. What kinds of products are selling most on Etsy right now? Like Is there a specific niche or character?
1: Yeah, so it's a specific niche that I have. I do um, movie props and, and uh, video game props.
0: I like that. Okay, so in my research before our conversation here, um, I, I found that you have a Facebook group called 3D Printed Armor and Weapon Props. There are over 6,000 what looks to be extremely active people in the group um, oh, yeah. You've got a YouTube channel, pl- tons of videos that racked up over you know, a thousand, few thousand views, um, a growing Instagram account, over 8,000 followers. Um, what would you say looking at kind of all these channels is the number one way people tend to find your website and become a customer?
1: Find the website would be YouTube and Instagram. And then from there, they join the group. Um, and in the group, that's where they can interact with me more, You know, talk to me, stuff like that. Um, I try to keep it as human and as personable as possible. Um, I think that that is the best way to market anything because if you take away and just sell, 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 man, people are just, they'll, they'll scroll past you. But once you give them something personal, th- that's a customer for life, dude. They'll never go
0: anywhere else. Especially if you keep them close to in a group like that, like that's, that's a great way to just keep. Oh yeah, days. we hang out
1: in there, we laugh, they post funny stuff. It's, it's, it's a community. I love I've it. built a community. I didn't build a group, I built a community.
0: I like that. So I know you've got some big plans um, for the rest of this year and moving forward, you're going to be doing some more of your own products. What, what are you kind of trying to focus on? You've got so many different things going within this business. What's kind of the roadmap for say the next year? What are you focusing on?
1: So for the next year, um, it's just basically growing, growing Nico Industries. Um, just this past month, I was working with a filament company, Ziltec, and they gave me. Um, I work with them on my own brand of filament. Um, filament is the. It's kind of like the ink for three D printing. It's the plastic, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I have my own brand of filament now, <laughs> and my biggest project currently is is a course. Um, 3d printing has been such a godsend and a blessing to me and my family. And there's so many applications for this. And I want people to take this, this technology and run with it while we're still in the, in the infant stages of this tech. It's kind of like, um, the dot-com industry, right? People wanted to make money with the internet, but they don't know how. I know how to make money with 3D printing. I've done it. I'm doing it. And there's so many industries. Like, like the other day, I 3D printed my girlfriend a purse, like a literal <laughs> handbag purse. And so you can make those at home and sell them for crazy profits. The 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 filament that you use for that, say, was you know twenty bucks for the roll. That roll will produce two or three purses that you can sell for hundred dollars each. Mm-hmm. So your $20 spool of filament just 10x the profit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you didn't have to do anything. The machine did all the work. All you got to do is ship it out.
0: Is there typically any effort involved as far as like, you know, painting something or finishing something after it comes out of the printer? Or is it like literally? So it depends on what you're selling. If
1: you're selling, you know, something that you want to, you know, make nice, then yeah, go ahead. But for the most part, you don't have to. Like the purse that I made if that thing didn't need finishing.
0: Yeah. You just take the ink color that you want the end product to be anyway. Right. 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 And they come in
1: different colors. It doesn't have to come in just black, clear, you know, purple, red. There's different colors.
0: I like it. All right. Well, we'll be looking out for some courses from you to teach other people how you're doing what you're doing as well.
1: Yep. Um, if they want, man, I'm, I'm doing, there's a masterclass at take and take. If they go to 3dprintedprofits.com, I do a quick masterclass on how to do it. You pick out your niche your 3D printer, your design, so on and so forth. And if they want the full course, they can enroll and I'm there to teach them.
0: Hell yeah. We'll include a link to that also in the show notes. Um, But Nico, my last question for you, what would you say has been the best investment you've ever made in the context of growing this business? This can be in the form of time, money, tools, products, services, or otherwise. My best investment is a book book um, how to win friends and
1: influence people by Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's a, it's a cliche, you know, read this book, blah, blah, blah. But if you really internalize that book and see what that book is talking about, you, you won't have to sell anything, man. It's, it's, it'll teach you how to become, to come from a giving mindset, a, a place of generosity, a place of gratitude. And when you come from that place, People will know and people will feel it. People buy from feeling. And if they feel that you're genuine and you really want to give, dude, you won't have to sell anything, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's one of those things where a lot of people who, you know, probably haven't read the book think that it's about how to hack your way into like beneficial relationships. But I would agree with you, it's not about that at all. It's about how to come to the table with like a genuinely, you know, mutually beneficial kind of relationship.
1: I agree. Yeah. So just read the book invest in yourself and come from a place of gratitude come from a place of giving
0: beautiful advice all right well nico thank you again for joining us can you tell everyone listening where they can go to learn more about you and everything that you're up to
1: sure um They can find me at NicoIndustries.com. That is my main website where I sell the digital files. They can find me on Nico Industries on Etsy if they want to get any of the 3D printed movie props or anything like that. I'm not as active on there. The listings will be active or more active um, once I get situated. Um, But my biggest project right now is of course. You guys, there's so many applications for 3D printing. It is seriously insane. I cannot do all these industries. So you guys do it. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Again, super, super humbled to be here, man. Thank you so much for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of the Side Hustle Project, I would love your support. Head on over to the Apple Podcasts app and give us a rating. And as always, you can catch every episode of the Side Hustle Project on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in.